630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Toronto Blue Jays are in action tonight because I uh, you know I made a mistake last night not surprisingly when I'm in this chair I make some mistakes uh, Toronto Blue Jays are up 3-1 on the Boston Red Sox are in the bottom of the third inning the boo-boo I made was saying that the Memorial Cup final was going to be tonight that is a that is wrong I gave I gave wrong information it is not factual it is uh, tomorrow night when the uh, host St. John Sea Dogs take on the Hamilton Bulldogs for the Memorial Cup uh, title, first title that will be handed out in uh, the Canadian Hockey League since 2019. The Edmonton Oil Kings uh, bowing out. They finished in fourth spot, and uh, we talked with Andrew Peard last night. We're going to have Jake Neighbors on the show a couple nights from now, and Brendan Escott is uh, the host. Oh, my name is Dave Campbell, by the way, if you haven't guessed yet. I'm not Reed Wilkins, who is, um, I don't know how many rounds of golf he has played, how many bevies he has had, um, but he's probably having a great week, and uh, I, I certainly uh, hope he's having a, a lot of R and R. And we'll hear from Reed coming up on Monday. Well, he might call in after the football game on uh, Friday. Who knows? It is Canada Day, so he may not. But uh, we would uh, love it if you would uh, join us at four o'clock. Countdown to kickoff at uh, Iverwin. Or sorry, I, I did it, Kellen. I did it. Let's not the stadium. <laughs> Five dollars into the into the uh, jar, I guess. By the way, one of my favorite venues to call a football game. That was a fun place to call a game at Iverwind Stadium. But mm. you know what? You know what they did? They basically turned the stadium ninety degrees, <laughs> and they built Tim Hortons Field. So uh, I'm still technically on the same spot, but it's called Tim Hortons Field, and I, we're really high, seventh floor on the ten yard line. Makes for an interesting angle, folks, but we'll bring it to you. Uh, Morley Scott and myself, the 0-3 Elks against the 0-3 Tiger Cats. 4 o'clock is countdown to kickoff for Brendan Escott and Blake Dermott. And myself, Morley Scott, will give you all the live action. 5.30 right here on 6.30 Ched. The uh, CFL week will begin Thursday with the Ottawa Red Blacks, or should I say it, Red Blacks, in honor of uh, Reed Wilkins. Uh, They are taking on the 2-0 BC Lions, what a start to Nathan Rourke's career. Man, oh man, he, he's just he's just on fire, isn't he? he? The Lions have crushed their opponents in their two games. So they beat the Elks, of course, 59-50, and then they crushed the Toronto Argos, what was it, like 44-3, ridiculous. So uh, looking forward to week number four of the CFL beginning on Thursday. So it is a short week for the Edmonton Elks. Chris Jones, earlier today at practice, talked about dealing with a short week. 
Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of things. Everybody has to face, you know, Saskatchewan faced it last week, you know, after playing on a short week. That's just part of being in the CFL. So you carry over what you can carry over, and you try to keep it as simple as you possibly can and keep the learning curve small where the guys can play fast. We've trimmed it a bunch, you know, and uh, trimmed it even more, you know, in the last couple of days. So, I mean, uh, it's a very simple game plan, and uh, we don't try to let our guys play as fast as we possibly can. And what is maybe helpful is there might be a lack of change as far as the roster is concerned. If you remember week one to week two, there was 11. Uh, Wasn't as many going into the game against the Calgary Stampeders on Saturday, but still quite a bit of change. But uh, I see only potential for right now maybe two changes, maybe one more. The injury report came out today, and James Wilder Jr. listed with a shoulder injury. He was limited today, and I should I should mention that today was an all-day ones, very light day, more of a walkthrough, no real intense speed kind of drills uh, where you have to go fast. That will be tomorrow. It's a close practice, um, and they will work on whatever they're working on. But, yeah, when you have a short week and they're going to have another one, next week when they face the Calgary Stampeders on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium on Thursday, July the 7th, it will be another short week and you got to consider travel back. So every CFL team's got to do it like Chris Jones said. Uh, but the important thing is to find a way to win. And they haven't done that. They've been better the last two games. Talked about it on the Elks report. This team has been outscored 24-9 in the fourth quarters of the last two games, two games that they were leading in and not as long with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but quite a bit for the Calgary Stampeders before they were able to turn it around and the Elks did not help themselves with turnovers and, and errors and busted coverages and things like that. But Manny Arsenault who had himself a great game. You know, I don't know if you want to call it turn back the clock. He's 34, seven catches for a hundred yards. Yeah, they, it was 99, and someone in the league office said, hey, we gypped him a yard. So here you go, 100-yard game. I don't know how many he's had in his career, but uh, he's had several. And uh, Manny Arsenal says, we are not panicking right now at 0-3. You know, in life, the key is to don't panic. <laughs> so, nah, you just got to keep calm, do your job, and handle business. It's professional football. Um, so each guy know what his job is, and it's come out handling it. I wouldn't say panic, but I would use the word like you said. There has to be a sense of urgency. Um, no checking the boxes and no going through the motions because at the end of the day, this is our livelihood. And when you're not winning games and can't finish games, the sad part is it costs someone their job. And that's what we're here for, man, to work and make sure that you're getting 1% better. That way you have that stability. But um, going through the motions and checking boxes, man, cause someone to be a locker room casualty and that's the sad part about the game but that's how the business works so our key man is to start winning um get some familiarity with the guys we plan on side of and, and just playing as a team and actually having this brotherhood man and, and just going out there for four quarters and really playing for the guy on side of it yeah there are a lot of changes in the uh, elks uh, locker room six players including one being traded and Colin Kelly to the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, sent out the door actually one came back in the door today that's Ethan McConzo the brother of Enoch McConzo the fourth overall pick of this year's draft uh, he is back with the team but uh, a lot of players uh, saw their uh, walking papers and are no longer with the team some of them are on practice roster but I mentioned the uh, 
the scores uh, or the, uh, the the score in the fourth quarters, how the Elks have not played very well. Um, just looking here at the first downs, the Riders and the Elks in the fourth quarter. Riders had six first downs. Elks had, had four. That's not so bad, but you only scored three points. That is a problem. I'm just going to pull up the uh, post-game stats from the Elks and the Stampeders. Bear with me here. Second, third. There we go. Fourth quarter. Yeah, it was 6-6 six, six as far as first downs go. Um, one pattern I don't like is the fact that the Elks not on the field enough. Uh, you know, the first game against the Lions was just, it was ridiculous. I mean, there was like almost a close to a 10-minute difference. And then against the the, the uh, Riders and Stampeders, it was around, you know, somewhere in the five, six-minute range where the Elks were behind. That's not how they want to do things right now. So nine points in the last two fourth quarters and they're moving the football clearly. I mean, they're getting, they're getting first downs. They've had 10 first downs in those quarters, those last two fourth quarters. So that's not bad. They just have to, you know, stop doing those things, those penalties that take away, uh, that take away field position, the pre-snap penalties, the turnovers, that sort of thing, that all that stuff has to stop. For sure. Um, facing the 0-3 Tiger Cats, uh, here's what Chris Jones had to say. Well, I mean, nobody would have expected, uh, you know, uh, them to be 0-3. You know, they uh, they have an awful good football team. They have a lot of experienced players. They have a, a tremendous uh, coaching staff and personnel department. So, again, they, they haven't been to as many Grey Cups and won as many games as they have without being a good program. So we've got our hands full. We've got to get on the airplane with the right mindset. So the uh, Elks, again, uh, a close practice tomorrow. They'll fly on Thursday. They'll play the game on Friday. Manny Arsenault, what a start to uh, his season. And no one would have expected this. I mean, when he was signed, people were like, oh, yeah, interesting. But, boy, has he come to play. And uh, when I look at his numbers here, uh, oh, boy. Excuse me, my uh, my computer just jumped on me. So let's try this again. There we go. It's great radio, eh, Kellen? <laughs> he uh, doesn't know what to say. I, I'm okay. speechless right now. <laughs> 204 yards receiving. That is uh, second to Kenny Lawler's 242. Manny has only dropped one target. Or Sorry, not dropped, but... He has only, out of the 13 targets, he's only missed one reception. So he's got 12 receptions out of 13 targets. Wow, that is incredible. So uh, Manny talked about um, his season so far. I need to do more. We're 0-3, so that wasn't enough. And that's how I look at it, whether it's in a run game blocking and finishing plays, sprinting in and out of the huddle. Now, for me, when I look in the mirror, it's like, how can I dominate the details and be sharper on all those smaller things within a game that lead up to a big thing? So I know for me, um, I hold myself to a high standard because the years I put in, the coaches have expectations that I must meet as well. But I know starting with me, it's like, how can I capitalize on the small details and be even more locked in? And that's blocking, running, catching, how I prepare, watching film, and it starts in practice. And for me, it started two days ago after the game, got back, started with a lift. And it's more so mental than anything and just still being able to play with the confidence regardless of what our schedule, I mean, our um, record reflects. You got to come out here and just be confident in what it is you're doing. But I know for me, man, is to get 1% better, just really get his team off. 
And if you, as you can tell, it was windy. It was uh, the practice was at Clark Stadium because uh, the Garth Brooks setup is still kind of there. Um, it's taken a while to clean up Garth and his setup, which was massive anyway, so you can understand that. So they were at Clark Stadium, and uh, the wind was. Uh, Quite prominent, let me tell you. Quite prominent. But, yeah, I mentioned Manny Arsenault's season, uh, 204 yards. That is good for seventh in the Canadian Football League. I mean, that's better than uh, than a lucky Whitehead to start, Braylon Addison. Unfortunately, Shaq Evans is uh, hurt for s- uh, six to eight weeks. Stephen Dunbar is off to a nice start as well. But, uh, you know, Manny Arsenault said, I really wasn't sure what role I would have coming into the season. If I said no, I would be lying. Um, I kind of thought about that, you know, being out of football. Everybody says, hey, he's been out two years. He's up in age. He haven't played. But I missed the year of football when everybody did, 2020. I played in 21 for the Frisco Fighters. So my whole thing was coming out here showing the um, CFL football community what it is I have. I didn't want nobody to think I was living off Vintage Manny Show. They did all these incredible catches, got all these yards, and rank amongst the top with the BC line. Let me come out here every day, prove what I got, and and show the community and these coaches the work ethic that I have. And I take no day for granted, whether it's me coming in the league at 2009 or being here, whatever the day of the week it is in June 2022, my thing is to give this organization everything I got. And that's what I base it off of. Yeah, I mean, professional, uh, to the point, doesn't make excuses humble but also very appreciative of the fact that he got an opportunity and he won a job in training camp i mean there was younger receivers on the team that were not as good as manny arsenal and he made the team so you got to give him credit i mean 34 years old his best days are behind him but he's turning the clock back a little bit and another 100 yard receiving game it, it is inspiring i mean i talked to darrell walker today about it and he's like you just watch him work it's just it's just amazing you know, and, and Darrell Walker is a veteran now as well, and he can learn some things from a Manny Arsenal still. I mean, it kind of reminds me of when, you know, Darrell Walker came into the league and Adarius Bowman was the uh, elder statesman of the receiving court. Well, now Manny Arsenal has come in. And, you know, it, it, the one thing this offense needs is just reliable options other than a Kenny Lawler. And James Wilder Jr. has been quite silent. Uh, that has a lot to do with the offensive line. And now you wonder, does that have something to do with James Wilder? I don't know. But he isn't getting a lot of opportunity. I mean, only 11 carries last game. That is pretty low. And seven of those came in the first half. But, uh, you know, again, I I remind you, uh, I talked about this yesterday on the Elks Report with Jalen Nye, that an anonymous Stampeders player out of the blue just messaged me, and yes, I know this player, um, said, look, the Elks are, are not that bad. They're not a bad team. And Jones is just a few pieces away. That's his read. And he says there are weapons on offense. So we'll see. You got to put it on the field, though. But uh, as far as changes go, I mean, right now I see limited changes. I mean, Brady Sheldon practiced with the first team defense. I like this game in week two. Had an injury last week. Uh, he's in the mix as well. Um didn't see Dion Lacey today do very much. So they're kind of keeping the same group together. And that is significant. And what has Chris Jones said? You know, I don't want to make all these changes every week. I'll know when I'm kind of on to something when I make very little changes week to week other than, you know, the odd injury situation. 
So we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's early still. It's only week four, but man, this team wants to win. So does the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who are zero three. Uh, you're winless at this point in the season, and and no no question the Elks are a work in progress, big time. But that winning feeling is what is needed badly in the locker room. We'll see if that happens on Friday night in Hamilton. Campbell and for Wilkins tonight. We'll be right back on 6.30 Chat Inside Sports. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Campbell in for Wilkins tonight. Brendan Escott in the big chair tomorrow and Thursday. And also on Friday for countdown to kickoff at 4 o'clock. And the Elks and Tiger Cats battle of 0-3 teams. Someone's going to be very happy. Someone's going to be very upset. Because someone's going to be 1-3. and Someone's going to be 0-4. And, and uh, we'll bring you the call. Uh, Morley Scott and myself at 5.30 from Tim Hortons Field. Uh, 780-496-0063. That is a hotline to call or text. And it's brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling system. Certainty Pro all the way. Manny Arsenault, seven catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Leading receiver in the Elks 23-30-23 loss to the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, today, Manny was asked, how many 100-yard receiving games have you have you had in your career? Do you actually know? And you know what? I really don't have to keep track of it, but the fans and the commentators and people going to let you know where you are. So the second I take my foot off the gas or seeing the things not working, I know the slander that's going to come. You know, there's good media, bad media, everybody your friend when you're doing good, but the second you slack off, they're going to have everything it is they have to say. But I'm one of them guys that don't mind taking the heat. I have very thick skin, but my thing is to execute my job. As long as I'm executing my job, I have another week to say I'm part of the Elks organization and the stats are going to take care of themselves um, at the end of the season that's why when you focus on a team goal it helps your individual goal and that's how I've been if I help the team do what it is I need to do at the end of the day individually I'm going to rank among some of the best that's in the CFL still Sometimes one yard can make a difference, I guess. Hey, it really can but thanks CFL for that 100 yards Ah, there you go. He's a beauty, isn't he? Manny Arsenault. It's nice to have the Manny show here in Edmonton. Uh, this grizzled veteran who has been there, done that, uh, and just a, a positive influence for uh, in what is, a, in a lot of respects, a very young football team. So when we come back, we'll uh, transition a little bit to uh, the National Hockey League. Uh, they're happy in Denver, Colorado. The parade is Thursday, by the way. The Avalanche won the Stanley Cup for the first time in 21 years. Connor McGahee is their play-by-play voice. And uh, we look forward to hearing from Connor McGahee, who oh, I bet you is pretty giddy about uh, what happened. A dominant run by the Avalanche, 16-4 and on their way to a Stanley Cup championship. It is Campbell and for Wilkins. It's the Tuesday evening edition of 6.30 Chet Inside Sports, and I'm so glad you're along for the ride. 6.30 Chet Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chet.